0: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
0: details. I'm Franny Benali. There's this class, Leonard from. I'm Matt Letitia. Dean Hammonds here. And you're listening to In That Number.
1: Here is Letitia Check it out in that number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milberton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush, and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt84. Follow the show at number podcasts on Twitter, in that number podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you need be bothered to send us an email to in that number podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go.
0: Welcome back to another episode of In That Number. This is episode 183. Today, we focus on Sunday afternoon's trip to Old Trafford, where we earned a crucial point on the road. Uh, But the weekend didn't start too well in terms of our rivals. Uh, Liverpool humiliate Man United and then lose to Bournemouth. Brentford undefeated in the league since October. uh, And then they go and lose to Everton. Leeds and West Ham also picking up points. So all that considering... I would have taken a draw at Old Trafford, going down to 10 men. You sensed maybe, just maybe, we could get something more out of this. And we probably should have done, but we'll discuss the game and we'll be on hand to discuss the return to St. Mary's as we take on both Brentford and Spurs in another busy week. Uh, no Tim this week, so you'll just have to put up with me and the Moscow mush. So let's welcome him now. Kevin, how are you? Uh, <laughs> I know how you are. You're not. You're not feeling too good today, are you? But you know, we've had a week oh, off. I, um, we've had a week off since that I, Leicester win. Um, and you've had a birthday, so I would like to wish you a, ha- a very happy birthday. And it's a little bit belated now, but um, but yes. So ha- how are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling like absolute shit. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a, a trope, wasn't it, that we're we're, we're both hungover for the, for the podcast? But yeah. fuck me, I I think I've, I've done myself this time.
0: Well, I mean, I, I was feeling awful when I got up this morning, but I've already been up and been to work and, and I, I'm over the worst of it. I think I, I just need to get some food in me now. I think <laughs> that, that that's it. And then then I'll be all right. Yeah. But yeah, I will. I will say that you're probably a little bit worse than I am. Well, this is what happens when they put a game on Sunday afternoon, isn't
1: it? Yeah, bastards. I mean, I'm glad you don't have to see me. It's it's, it's, it's not a pretty sight.
0: But anyway, how was your birthday?
1: Grand, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I had a good had a good day.
0: Excellent. Uh, and what did you get up to last week in the uh, in, in the week after? I
1: think I just had a lion.
0: Yes, me too. I enjoyed it. I mean, we didn't actually. I mean, we we were planning to go ahead and and, and do the episode after the Leicester win, but. Uh, something come up here and yeah and oh. it, the whole day just wasn't really i just didn't really fill up to it so we didn't really um we didn't record uh it's a shame because i mean we had a win and it would have been nice to actually chat about about it and all that but yeah things things come up and we, and we just yeah we just couldn't do it so um never mind but here we are and and props to you kevin for feeling like shit and still doing this
1: yeah um i must say <laughs> it's it, it, it it's 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 tough um, I'm, I'm, but I'm glad that we don't have you know three losses back to back to talk about this time.
0: No, that, that is true. Without getting too much into a political debate, because I mean I know you're not probably ready for it now. But did you watch match of the day on Saturday or did you boycott?
1: Um, I didn't. Um, I'm quite interested as to as to what it was. They put out. I heard it was just highlights with no commentary mm. or anything.
0: Well, did I didn't. It? I didn't watch it because I was um. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel the need, you know, Saints weren't on there, so I didn't feel the need to do it. But I did actually catch match of the day, too, uh, in preparation for the for the Man United game. And, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was, it's kind of like watching a YouTube video. We're just looking at highlights. It was just like a, a quick, of, of course, Saints were on last. <laughs> mm. uh, and it was just a quick, yeah, this is what happened. No commentary, just the sounds of the game. Yeah, it's weird. We're going to move on because, as I say, you need to go to bed. <laughs> And sleep
1: this off. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right, okay. Let's um let's hit the ITN news then.
1: This is ITN in that number news.
0: Okay, ITN news. Uh, there wasn't an awful lot of news to to go through actually, but there's um a couple of things that have taken my fancy uh in the week. Um, the Charlie Alcaraz thing, the, the the wonderful moment in his winner against Leicester. And um, he suffered a knee injury in the celebration. It could only happen to us, right? Um, yeah, he had scans on it and it revealed no serious damage. But it did cause him to miss training uh, in the days before the trip to Old Trafford, which left him in doubt. But, you know, we now know that it wasn't a problem because, of course, he started at Old Trafford. So we didn't even really need to report that. But I just thought it was really funny that, you know, <laughs> he injures his knee in a celebration. I wonder what happens uh, after that, what he said to, to Alcaraz fly <laughs> on the wall in that dressing room don't do it again, yeah, no one's allowed to celebrate ever again, just to, just as, as a warning, if Celes has said to him, like, no more sliding, just uh, a yeah, quick pat on the back and said, well done old chap something like that, I don't know. Tino, Livramento uh, the injury setback from him uh, you'll you recall that in January he was spotted on crutches and He's since been under the knife. Actually, he's had corrected, uh, a corrective procedure. Still no timescale, but um, I don't expect him to be back before the season's end, really. And and it's, it's almost a year to the day now. And um, but oh, it's hopefully the worst is behind him. Yeah, I don't think it was anything serious. Just just some complications from it. And um, yeah, he could he could still possibly be back late like, late April. But there's no need to rush him, really. Is there?
1: Um, no. I mean. No. You've got full-backs to, to fill in.
0: Yeah, it's just a shame for him, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I mean, he's a that player already, him and, and Brody, Excellent.
0: Exactly.
1: Lost, lost both of them.
0: Yeah? Right, yeah, Kev, I read a nice piece from um, uh, Alfie House on the five players uh, that are playing for the future uh, with relegation threatening and all that, and I, I wanted your opinion on these. Um I'll start with the first one, Jan Bednarek. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, where do we where do we go with him really? Because from his comments when he left for Villa, obviously he has been recalled. He's still making those individual errors. Uh, been in the starting eleven under Jones and Sellars as well. But uh, you know he he's the closest thing we have to a captain in that back line really. That survival or relegation, you know, is he a part of the team next season?
1: That's a very good question. Um, I mean he's it hasn't been that bad since he's come back. I mean despite the classic no. going gone.
0: Uh, it's weird with him, isn't it? Because he has had those good performances, and he just they're, they're tarred by that one error that's proved to be costly in almost every game. It's
1: not as if we don't have backups with DCC and Salisu, but the contract with Yanko, i don't know. It will be interesting to see how he fits in. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, as a Premier League player or as a Championship player, I just don't know where you know where, where, whether he's going to be a part of this team or not. Um, the second one was Che Adams. I and mean, it's just—it's hard to imagine at the start of this season life without him, really, wasn't it? And you know he's our top scorer yeah. this season, and he's most likely to be moving forward. Excuse me, uh, but he has missed a ton of chances this season, and too many, most probably. And and with like Sulaimana and Onuachu here now, you know, I, don't, I don't know what's next for him. Is he a player that will? I don't know. Will he relish championship life just like Teller? <laughs> One thing I do know is that if he needs to find that goal score in touch soon for himself and for and for Saints, but yeah, I, I don't know. Would you think they could possibly move on from from Che? He's a great player, but it's
1: difficult to say that we, we've missed oh. um, another player in, in his mould with um, Adam Armstrong. He also can't score for shit. Yeah, he's um, not quite as yeah. bad. Well, I mean, he just doesn't get the same amount of minutes as Shane. Yeah. yeah. with him, or don't know. Yeah, I mean, the team's bloated as it is. It's, it's, it's going to depend on whether we stay up or go down. Who's going to go? I think if
0: we, I think, I think he stays regardless whether we go down or not. And I think he'll be all right next year in the championship. I think he will. I think him and Adam well, Armstrong could have a could have a good career for Saints in that league. I, I do. It, it, it
1: seems we're going to have to offload about ten players, and he could easily be one of them.
0: Yeah, possibly. I mean, well, James Will prowse will probably go. Lavi will probably go, and we'll, we'll get onto that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be some players like that, that and well, Alcaraz even, you know, the, yes, and, but you, but or or Sitch, all the players that are going to bring in some money. Yeah. Uh, and you've got these buyback clauses as well, haven't you? So there's a lot of that that could uh, could be activated, but who knows? Uh, next one is G- Gavin Bazunu. <laughs> I- I've been really critical of him for a while. Um, I-, I do think he has a future here, and you know he will be good. But for right now, he's not what we need given our situation. I know yesterday. He, oh, sorry, yeah, that you know, no, was yesterday, wasn't it? He was um, he was excellent in that game yesterday. So he has got those games in him. Um, but Alfie said that, you know, no 20-year-old should be given a start in the Premier League. And I think he's right, because tough task, wasn't it? And, you know, these mistakes he's making are becoming more frequent, and it's not helping his confidence. But I, I believe
1: we can Would McCarthy be any better?
0: Right now, I think so. Uh, but, I mean, I, I believe we can hang on to him, relegation or survival. And I, I just think he just needs some, some more time, and, and, and he can... Uh, he can be good. But like, as I say, next season, start afresh, in, in a, possibly in a division below, could be uh, really good. And we, we, we played Man United at Old Trafford yesterday, and he was excellent. So he has got those games, and that, that would do his confidence the world a good. So if he can keep playing like that, then, yeah, no problem. Um, I think
1: he's one of, the, one of the few players that would definitely um, benefit from a season in the Championship.
0: Yeah. well, oh, Adam Armstrong as well.
1: I don't need Adam Armstrong.
0: Uh, the next one. <laughs> Elianusi. The, the one I'm the one I'm least sure on, really. I mean, he will work for you. He'll put a shift in. But what is his what is his best attribute? I don't really know, because he's not really great at any one thing, is he? Um, and that question remains. You know, what is he doing in training all this time? You know, for three managers this season, they like him. He must be doing something right in training. All three managers have said the same thing. And actually, when you know, when he came on against Leicester, we were one new up. He came on and he was booed. And you look at his record all season, he's had, he's had no goals, he's had one assist. What is he doing near this side right now? And and he's out of contract in the summer. So I, I, I do think it's time to move on from him and it's... And it's not as if we don't have any options in his position.
1: We'll definitely go to that position. Yeah, I don't know. He's out of contract in the summer, so we're going to have to sign him to sell him on, basically.
0: Or unless they sell him now, yeah, before his contract runs no. out. So just sign him on for six months and then sell
1: him. <laughs> like just as much.
0: <Marsh>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Orsich, Mislav Ors- Orsich. Um. He's been here for three months now, and we're still not really sure whether he can work in our current system. I mean, his agent has been out uh, speaking and said that he he won't rule out a return to Zagreb. I still really want him to to succeed here. I want to see him in the starting lineup and give him the time to see what what we have with him. Because, I mean, he's had success wherever he's been, hasn't he? And uh, is it a case of us failing him more?
1: Possibly. Possibly, he hasn't really kicked on, I don't know whether he's it, it, not in the quite right mindset, or um, he's not, in, not enjoying his time in Southampton, but yeah, he wasn't even in the side, was he? Yes.
0: No, no, and there's something, yeah, as I say, we've said many times before, there's something going on, he doesn't seem to be very happy, and I don't know. I say I, I still want him to succeed because I know what sort of a player he is. It's just that we haven't we haven't seen it, and we, he hasn't really been given the time, has he? Eluneasy's been taking his minutes. Give it to Aussage. But again, if he's not in the right frame of mind, then he there must be something going on that we we don't know about. Um, and I, actually, I, that that was his five, by the way. But I would add Walcott to this list because there was rumours circling that he's considering retire, uh, retirement following the season's end. I think he'd do all right in the championship at his current age, and you know his experience it could be vital. But you know, we're talking about all these players, and we're all say we're saying that. We're doomed for the championship, but (laughs) it's still quite tight down there. We can still make it out of this mess,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, I know it's not over yet, but I think you know, I've been half one foot in the championship for a few weeks now. I think you know, fans are coming to terms with the fact that this is very much a possibility, yeah, no matter how much you believe. yeah, I mean, Wilcox, we'll, we'll about a year ago, we'd been trying to get rid of him uh, as soon as possible. But he's, to, he's, he's definitely got something to offer this season. He just, I thought he was great yesterday. I mean, he missed a couple of good chances opportunities, but Who doesn't? But, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's, uh, there's nothing unusual in this
0: team. A little bit of transfer news, Kev. Romeo Lavia is being monitored still. We all know that, but it's no secret that Chelsea were interested in. Man City, of course, have that buyback clause, which could be activated in the summer. That's 40 million quid. Um, but now the other Manchester club apparently is interested in pursuing him. Uh, to me, Kev, this is clear cut, right? Stay up, he stays. Go down, he goes. And I, yeah, I think that's more true than, than James Ward-Prowse as well. I think he's, cause he's got potential suitors already, and that buyback clause is is just... Lingering over him.
1: Uh, he's, yeah, he's definitely uh, uh, a whole property, isn't he? Uh, he's been the, the standout of all the signings that we made this season. All fucking how many? Sixteen of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it was quite that many. But yeah, oh yeah, he, he, he's great, isn't he? And I i think he he he's going to be a Premier League player, isn't he? he doesn't I know he's still young. A uh, season in the Championship wouldn't hurt him, but. I just, I just think right now he's still good enough to play in the, in, in the Premier League at his age, and he probably feels like he deserves it as well. So, yeah, I think mm. go down he goes, stay up he stays. Simple. Same with James, James Ward-Prowse as well.
1: Um, yeah. Where do you see Prowse so, going? I don't know. Can
0: you see him at Spurs?
1: I don't know why, but I can see him at Liverpool.
0: Oh, don't say that. No, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think he. I don't, I don't think he'll go to Liverpool.
1: Like, Captains are banned off of Anderson.
0: Wow, actually. I mean, they, Liverpool were struggling in that position, aren't they? So they've either got, yeah. they're, they're either too young or they're too old. Um, and James Will Prowse kind of fits the bill, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Let's not think about that. <laughs> um, right. Lone Watch. Right, yes. Uh, Kazima Legby at Harrogate Town. Um, they won 2 0 last weekend at Doncaster. Uh, Kazima Legby got an assist in that game. So nice. That's good. Uh, Will Smallbone at Stoke. They had a 5-1 win at Sunderland, and Will Smallbone got a hat-trick of assists. Brilliant performance, man-of-the-match performance. And it's interesting that Alex Neal, the stake manager, has moved him in a more advanced role, and it looks like it's been a good move because, um, yeah, he's, he's doing a lot better in that position. It's kind like of a similar sort of thing that, that happened with James ward Browse when I think um, Nathan James, wasn't it, pushed him up in almost that <clears throat> Well, that that flittering between the six, the eight, and the ten role, and he seems to do well there. But yeah, Will Smallbone's been uh, flirting with that a little bit, and uh, yeah, hat trick of assists for him, so nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, do do you see him coming back? Do you see a, a, a slot for him in the team? Uh,
0: I mean, if he if he was to come back, he'd probably be the the at the back of the line, won't he? Mm. If, if,
1: I mean, and that's for in the championship.
0: Yeah, again, it really depends on who we who we sell. You know if James Ward Prowse and, and Lavia go, then sure, yeah. We're gonna need him. <laughs> um and, and and anybody in that sort of position we're gonna need, but Nathan Teller included, most probably. I know he's he's more of an advanced player, but Again though, it could be one of those situations that if we stay up, would they look at selling him? Um and if they go down we're going to lose, you know, the core brilliant players that we have, and then we're going to need players like Smallbone to fill that role. Yeah, I think that really depends whether we get, we, we stay or go, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, And Nathan Teller, another Burnley win and more from red-hot Nathan Teller. 3-0 win over Wigan and a brace from Teller. That's 14 in the championship now, 16 in all competitions. Yeah, brilliant. Stella from Teller. Luke Pearce, he's he's on, uh, on loan at Eastbourne Borough. He had a brilliant week the other the other week. There was a a game against Taunton, Taunton Town. Uh, they were a goal down and he scored twice uh, and got the win. Um, and then again last weekend against Chamsford, um for a two two draw. So yeah, he scored three goals in two games. So that's that's good from from Luke Pierce. Birthdays, Okay, We've got quite a lot of birthdays this week or the week that's just gone uh monday the 6th of march we had nathan redmond how old is nathan redmond 31 29 wow yeah uh and then on tuesday the 7th of march it was dean hammond 44 no oh, he's 40 <laughs> 40, I'd say stop right there. Yeah, he's 40. Yeah, Dean mm. Hammond's 40. Uh, Wednesday the 8th, we have Ibrahima Diallo.
1: 25.
0: Uh, 24. Friday the 11th of March, of course, we had you, Kevin. Nigel <laughs>
1: Adkins.
0: And Nigel Adkins, yeah, but we had you. That's more important, right? What are you, 24, 25 now?
1: uh uh-huh, thanks. Yeah, I'm at the height of my career. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, Nigel Adkins. How old is Nigel Adkins? Uh, 57. oh 58. Very good. Um. <laughs> And then lastly, we had on Sunday, the 12th of March. That was that was yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips.
1: Oh, well, 38.
0: Yes, 38. Well done. OK, his his date of birth, Kev Bradley Wright Phillips, 12th of March
1: 1985.
0: Mm Just a day off of yours. I don't know if you knew (laughs) that, but yeah. Interesting. Where are we with the B team? They played on Friday the 3rd of March uh, against uh, Nottingham Forest uh, at the Snow Stadium and they lost 2-0. And then on Friday the 10th, they played again at the Snow Stadium in the Premier League Cup quarter final, and they lost to Blackburn 4-1. So, yeah, dumped out of that. Not a great start uh, of the month for the B. So, yeah. That's not looking good. I mean, they play Villa next away on Friday, the 17th of March. Disappointing. Uh, Women, uh, they played on Sunday, the 5th of March against Charlton at the Valley, and they lost 1-0. And then yesterday, Sunday, the 12th of March, they played uh, at home to Blackburn at St. Mary's, uh, and that was 0-0. So they need to find that goal-scoring form again because, well, much like the men, really. But, yeah, they don't seem to be uh, finding the net uh, very easily at the moment. Uh, but they're still like what they third in the table, so still got a good chance of going up. And they play Durham next at home on Sunday the 19th. That's uh, that's at St Mary's. Under 18s, and the last match they played was wow, well, they have played three times since we recorded actually, Kevin. So they played in that Youth Cup quarter final against Preston at Deepdale, um, and they had a 3-1 win. That was Kamari Doyle with a brace, and of course ballard with the third and then they played two days later on the saturday the fourth and they had a 5-2 loss at fulham and then they played saturday the 11th of march and two 0 loss to leicester so <laughs> not good for the under 18s either but um and they played chelsea next uh, away at cobham on saturday the 18th of march it's a shame that jimmy j morgan's not fit uh, to be playing in that one okay man united then on sunday the 12th kev uh, starters. It was just one change from that Leicester win, then, and it was forced. Um, Perro was in for Maitland-Niles, who picked up a knock in training, uh, which, of course, meant that Kyle Walker-Peters could slot back into his more favoured right-back position. Um, mm. But it's, I guess, difficult for Sayers to, to change a winning side. Um, obviously, that one forced change, which you couldn't really complain about. But other than that, were you happy with the, with the selection?
1: I mean, yeah, we've talked about them already, but um, Walker, the kind of Surprise package of this part of the season. Again, I mean, it's always a bit of a lottery, isn't it? There was with so many players. You're know, never sure um, which which midfielders were going to have in
0: there.
1: Mm. But um, Al- Al- Perez, him in there. Yeah, after was, his start moment.
0: Yeah, obviously he, it was. He was a doubt, wasn't he? But yeah, he comes straight back into the side, which was which was massive.
1: <laughs> yeah, without that silly knee injury.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, nil-nil, fair result for you, Kev, on, on balance.
1: Definitely, yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I, um, I, I I don't think if United um, you know, had to the men that we would have come away with anything, if, if I'm honest. No, I don't know. But, I mean, um, I, I
0: I thought we were solid. I thought we we, we played really well. And yeah, yeah, solid. yeah.
1: I mean, it just takes you know one um moment of madness for it to all slip away. Yeah, we've but, seen that before. Yeah, when, yeah. Definitely. I would mean, we be seeing us fucking up against 10 men as well this season. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: That's true. Uh, but, I mean, a point at Old Trafford is great, isn't it? At
1: any part really. of the season. Yeah. And, yeah, it's an amazing result. It,
0: it's, ju- it's just knowing that, you know, a win could have taken us out of that drop zone and then Casemiro getting sent off, at, you know, on the half hour and the chances that we had to take the three points. I don't know. Should we be gutted not to take the three points? Is it one of those, like... He, he, on the balance mm. at the start you think yeah point out Trafford I'll take it but considering the whole the, the way that the match played out the chances that we we had the, the, the 10 men uh, you're looking back and thinking oh, I don't know if I'm just being a little bit greedy here
1: yeah I mean probably it, with a little bit more luck on our side we, we maybe could have edged it I mean, beat us hit the woodwork a couple of uh, wordpress free kicks and, mm. Um it didn't
0: go in. Um, but it was pleasing that, you know, given our current position and, and the opposition that we were facing. I know they got battered last week, but, you know, we had a go and it looked like they were up for it. They weren't daunted by it anyway, and they, and they didn't want to sit deep, and, and they crafted some, some early chances as well. And that, that mm. big chance from Walcott with that header. You know the point blank save from De Gea anywhere else and that goes in, doesn't it? But like like you said, a little bit of luck.
1: Mm, they had a, he had a few one on one chances, but um, yeah, maybe earlier iterations of Walcott would have cut
0: Yeah, I, I really really wanted a Walcott goal. I'm, I'm sure he did as well. Um, but yeah, the the, the the big talking point, Kev, the Casemiro ejection. Uh, what are your mm. th- what are your thoughts on that? Red card, yellow card. What what do you think?
1: Well, when I saw it. I saw it in real time. I, I wasn't sure um, who they were looking at, um, <laughs> whether it was uh, Casimir and, or Alcaraz.
0: Well, you thought you thought it um, was um, simulation from Alcaraz.
1: No, I, mean, I. Well, they were both going for the ball. I thought, like, oh, maybe, maybe, it, maybe it was Alcaraz <laughs> that made the foul. Oh. But I mean, when they were looking at it again, but I, I suppose it, it's weird when it goes to VAR. It's almost guaranteed to be given. But I, th- I think the more I looked at it, the more I felt sorry for him. I think it was a bit, a bit harsh, red I don't know if the stubs are up and everything, but, um, yeah, I was kind of a big going kind of for Yeah,
0: Yeah, he, he's not that sort of player, and I know he's, he's been sent off mm. twice now this season, and that I, I just think that was unlucky on, on his part. And when I first saw it, I thought it was a good tackle. And then you see yeah. it in slow motion, you think, oh. and then you saw the yellow car come out, and you thought, okay, maybe it was a little bit harsh. And then when they went and had a look at it, and you know that, Peter Andre Mariners on VAR and yeah. And I thought, well, there's no way that he's, that he's not going to say this is a yellow. And and he gave the red and I thought, I I, I can, I can understand why he gave it because of the studs and all that, but he did get the ball and he did go over the top of the ball and he just landed on his shit. I, I, I don't think it's a red. I think it's harsh. I think, yeah, a yellow card would have been fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, bit was to, to our advantage, obviously, so I'm all for it. But, yeah, it, it wasn't much.
0: But, yeah, much like that dreaded Wolves game that sealed Jones' fate, the, the, the team with 10 men looked better than us. And United started to squeeze us at that point. And they had a penalty shout as well, didn't they, then? And um, I think it was, was Belakocic, oh. wasn't it, when he was on all fours. His chest. I was still convinced after I saw the replay that that was handball. But then... You know, I looked at it a few times and thought, no.
1: Doesn't it, go in every no, I thought it,
0: I thought it hit his arm at the top.
1: Well, that was one of about three, three or four times I had the come in and say, strong penalty." Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, no, no, it's
0: not. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no penalty, of course, nothing. And and I know that uh, Rashford tried to try to get a penalty as well uh, later on in uh, yeah, in that was the cheap, second half. Yeah, why didn't he the, get booked for that? Booked by
1: the way, simulation.
0: Yeah, he they, they didn't book him. That was worse than bloody Casemiro. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, but yeah, Buzunu, Kev, I mentioned him at the top of the show. Great performance, I thought. Busy first half for him, really. And I remember yeah. thinking before the game, you know, when I saw him in the tunnel and he I thought, oh, my God, he looked, his eyes they looked glazed over. I thought this could be a horrible afternoon for him because, you know, you're already low on confidence, rock bottom of the league and. You know, it's not the sort of place that you want to go to, bearing in mind that, you know, Saints have lost quite heavily there in the past. I'm not going to say it. Um, But yeah, my goodness, he needed that, didn't he? And that some of the saves that he pulled off in this game were great. That save on Varane, uh, that was absolutely outstanding because he read that situation well because... It was a cross, and we can't say that he's done that too much this season. He doesn't deal with crosses too well, but he read that situation perfectly, got in the right position for where Varane was, was, and just yeah, just got right in the way of that shot. That was excellent goalkeeping. It was nil-nil at the break, and did you know, right? That out of our 26 games we played, we failed to score in 18. Uh, 18- first halves uh but we, we did have the chances and, and you know i'm looking at these these halftime stats and we had six shots to their five and you know 45 percent possession not bad at all you know obviously not making, not making that numerical advantage count but you still losing the possession but that's what happens doesn't it we, we, mm. do, we can't we, we apparently we can't play Against 10 men.
1: Well, I mean, kept a kept a clean sheet against uh, one, one of the top sides. Right back. Yeah, I think,
0: yeah. Yeah, early early second half chance as well created from from Walker Peters because he does brilliantly down that right. He takes on Rashford, uh, gets to the edge of the box, whips in across, and McTominay does the work for us and almost put it in his own net. Um, but another yeah. good chance. And yeah, that was um, I think it was Wan Bissaka, wasn't it? Who had to clear that off the line because that beat uh, De Gea.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised it did cross the line.
0: It looked like it from the camera angle. It looked like it was going back in, but then I realised yeah. it was it was cleared, and I thought, like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, that, um, and more, more chances obviously that the James Woodbrow's free kick and glanced the top of the crossbar. That was close, and that would have been special, wouldn't it, to level him, level Beckham's record in his own backyard?
1: Or beat his hit the woodwork again and so Oh
0: yeah, that was a great effort, wasn't it? That was um, De Gea was beat there as well.
1: Yeah, definitely just
0: just an inch now. in uh Seles making those changes as well he made quite an early one he put he brought on uh, Stu Stew for uh, for alcaraz and i don't know if that was because of his injury or uh he just wanted to monitor that monitor that a little bit more and it will give Stu more minutes or whatever but um uh, it did seem to do the trick as well because we had we had uh, Walcott had that chance one on one with de Gea and i don't know what what's he tried to do with that Is he, do you think he's just tried to hit that or do you think he's tried to chip him because when I looked at that again, it looked, it looked like a chip. It's slow. Through. Yeah. Mm. His pace has vanished, hasn't it? It's just not there. Totally.
1: I was amazed that he, was, um, that he played as long as he did. I yeah. thought he would have been the first, first substitution to keep going.
0: No. Yeah, exactly. We're just lacking that bit of quality when it matters, aren't we? Like In those situations. And let's dog Che Adams all season. And looks like Walcott's taken taking, like, taking the bat and, and, and just can't get that. Bit of luck, bit of quality when, when you need it. A...
1: We keep signing more, more forwards that can't score. I want to watch you and Mara as well. No chance.
0: <laughs> we'll find it soon. We will. Uh, Bazunu save again. Another piece of quality. That save on, on Fernandez, the one that he pushed onto the post, that, that was excellent as well.
1: Uh, yeah, really. Yeah,
0: and then uh, we made more subs, didn't we? I think Mara and Adam Armstrong came on. Like you said, more strikers that can't find the net. Not exactly inspiring. But uh Onu actually comes on for Walcott in the 84th minute, Kev. So, yeah, you've got 84 minutes at Walcott. That's crazy. But, I mean, it was an entertaining meal, wasn't it? And I was happy with the, with the performance, with the result, yeah. 18 shots. And, and it, that's impressive. And forced De Gea into action quite a lot. We hit the post, we hit the bar, had a one-on-one, a point-blank header. Um so yeah, I mean, with all that drama, do you consider it a point gained or two drops?
1: Oh, definitely a point
0: gained. Oh, that's good. You're being positive yeah.
1: there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, none I... of us expected anything uh, from this match at all. So it's just a shame that that one point doesn't change anything at the bottom of the table.
0: No, because I mean, again, like I said at the top of the show, it was just a bad weekend for the teams around us from our point of view, mm. just picking up games that, that kicking up points against teams that they shouldn't, you know, normally and. It's it's cruel, isn't it, when you're down there and you need it, but but uh, Ruben says four Premier League games and three clean sheets, and that that's one more than in our previous thirty-four. Actually, no. Yeah, and one clean sheet in twenty-two Premier League games this season before he took charge. Yes, we're not scoring, but we've stopped conceding for now. <laughs> yeah, I mean you've got to one or
1: the other, haven't you? You've got either got to stop conceding or start scoring, more.
0: Yeah, exactly, because these. The, the, um, single points are not going to not going to do it for the rest of the season. You need to pick up three points and they need to come soon, just to just to ease the pressure a little bit more. But um, you got any stats, Kev?
1: I'm, I'm i mean, just the usual. I we talked we talked about the the, the 45% possession, uh, which is impressive. Um, yeah, 17 shots, four on four on target. Um, mm. United you know, also had four on target. I struggled to remember. Um, yeah. all
0: the boats. Bazunu saves, weren't they? The Varan one. Mm. Uh, the, the Rashford one, the Bruno one. Same. Uh but yeah, all
1: saves. Ian
0: t- t- a- M- Bigost, t- a- so. That's right, yeah. Yeah, e- excellent. I mean you look at the stats and you just think, yeah, fifty three percent possession to Saints. I know it was ten men, but mm. still, that's impressive. I like it. Um and Sayas said at the end of the game, uh, I feel really comfortable with the performance. We saw a team with character and a team who came here to Old Trafford trying to implement the idea of how we do things and be disappointed with just a point. In possession, the calmness that our players showed in every situation, trying to build out, trying to find each other, trying to exploit the spaces. It's what we spoke about before the game. I think it's a team that's working together, fighting together, playing together. And the team spirit is here yeah, he seems happy. Well, we're all happy. <laughs> it, it, yeah, a, a, yeah. Win against, a win against and Leicester and a point against Man United. Clean sheets.
1: Stuff of dreams. I mean, yeah, and and the, just that that, that, that high-pressing football they were playing in the first half. Um, yeah, it's incre- incredible to see it working again.
0: Even with uh, Walcott on, on the side.
1: side. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know what? Especially with Walcott, I think he was integral to it. Yeah.
0: That's what we want to do. That's the way that that Ralph wanted to play, and obviously Seamus has, has taken a lot of uh, a lot of guidance from him. So hopefully that can that can work moving forward. Uh, Kev, man of the match?
1: Oh, fucking hell. Um, maybe maybe walker Peters. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he was outstanding.
0: Yeah, I, I walker Peters was good. Yeah, and I thought I thought he looked looked threatening down that right and almost gave us the goal, didn't he, from that McTominay redirection mm. and. Could have had one himself when he hit the post, but I, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Gavin Bazunu. I think mm, I can sure. say without any fear of contradiction that this was his best game in a Saints shirt. Um, as I said, United had four shots on target and Baz yeah. had four saves. And if you do the maths, Kevin, that's 100% save percentage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, that that will do your season yeah. average no harm. Can we build on this, Kev? Can we can we do this against? A, against Brentford and Spurs, and this Brentford game on Wednesday, this is obviously the rescheduled one from the from the Queen's death, um, so yeah, that's on Wednesday, the 15th of March, that's a 7.30 kick-off at St. Mary's. Um, <laughs> just been beat by them recently, didn't we, at the GTech Community Stadium, uh, 3-0, but yeah, it's Brentford, it's a good, good season again from them, and I mentioned it when we played them recently, that Thomas Frank, a, a wonderful job, and Look at if you look at the team on paper, it, 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 to me it seems like it should be near the bottom, but they're, they're punching above their weight, and Thomas Frank has got to take so many plaudits for that. And yeah, I know they got beat by by Everton uh, at Goodison on Saturday, but
1: yeah, yeah, I'm mean, seeing a lot of those kind of weird, weird uh, results. But yeah. yeah, very very strong team, um, really good defensively, and um, yeah, Ivan Tony, um, he's not going to be. Serving that match plan for that petting scandal, is he anytime soon? No, <laughs> no, that's, that's a shame.
0: Yeah, he's got 16 goals this season and he's got four assists, so he leads the team with goals and assists. Actually, uh, Matthias Jensen's got four as well, so he joint the leader of that. But, but yeah, but before that shock to Everton, their last five it, it was three draws, two wins, uh, and they were undefeated. Uh, since october i think i said at the start didn't i yeah october and that was um at villa park on october the 23rd so and they have only had five losses on the season and do you do you think that loss to everton is going to affect them or do you think it's the you know it's just a blip or is it the start of a slide i don't know what do you think
1: um, i don't say yeah i think it's probably just, like, it's just said, just a blip yeah unfortunately you know they're just a very good side i mean since we beat them what was it 4-1 yeah um,
0: that was last season, wasn't it? Bro, yeah. Yeah,
1: just to start the, the uh, Sport Republic era. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're a changed side since then. They, they've, um, yeah, we've really yeah, got a good team to start together. Now. As are we. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we'll see <laughs> us, suppose.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, predictions then. Tim. Tim's obviously first at this time out, but um, he's not with us. Uh, so I'll let you know his his prediction. He's going for a one nil win to Brentford. Mm. I, however, think we can get something out of this game. I, I do think that that Everton one's going to affect them. Um, Saints have got a little bit of confidence. They got more to play for than Brentford. They have to believe they can still get themselves out of this. I'm going to take a one one draw, Kevin.
1: Okay, that wouldn't be a bad result. Yeah, I just don't see I don't see it happening. I I, I still see Steve's in on. Um, yeah, we've only got. Uh, two wins at St Mary's this season. I don't uh, think this is going to be one. It's going to be a two-nil Brent win uh,
0: I was worried you were going to
1: say that. Of course, I'd love to be proven
0: um, Of course, the week gets tougher. We uh, we got Spurs on Saturday, the 18th of March, uh, three o'clock kickoff, and that's also at St Mary's. Got an opening day hiding from them, really, didn't we? The sign of things to come for the season. It was a four-one loss at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. We took a one-nil lead there as well. Do you remember? That was um, Prowse. So, yeah. yeah. Spurs, Spurs Kev, they're just a weird side. I, I, I guess they have been for the last 10 years or so. You never know what you're going to get with them, and it's a bit like us. Um, are they going to be pushing for a Champions League spot? Is it going to be Europa League? Or will they go on a slide and miss out totally? Because, I mean, we've seen them challenge for the title before, back in um, 2016, wasn't it? Uh, when Leicester won, mm. but they ended up finishing third. Spurs are- you know. Yeah, exactly. And that you exposed know, it up. And you just look at their last few games and it just says what I what I what I've been saying. They beat Forest on Saturday. They lost to Wolves the week before. You know they beat Chelsea, they got spanked 4-1 to Leicester. They beat Man City 1-0. I mean, who are they? Just erratic and uh, that's, you know, it's just how I see them and it must be frustrating to follow them. Not as frustrating as a Saints fan, of course, but yeah. I mean, you take Kane out of that, and they haven't had a lot of goals this season because he's got twenty-two of them. Um, Perisic, Perisic with nine assists—that's um, that's surprising. But yeah, how do you see Spurs, Ken?
1: Um, yeah, just just like you say, um, they have been a, a very weird season, um like quite a few teams. I mean, Chelsea have just had a really bad patch, haven't they? Mm. Um, they've can't seem to get anything whereas yeah like again like you said uh spurs can go from yeah, spanking palace for 0 to get beat um, by saints <laughs> yeah hopefully
0: <laughs> wow uh what are you reckoning on this one then we go we go over predictions on this i mean it's me up first i, I yeah i would gone for a point against brentford um i I'd take the point against man united obviously um, if we can get a point against Spurs, three points from those three games would be considered fantastic, I think. Because, um, I I mean, before this I would have thought, no, we're not going to get anything out of these three. Um, but I don't think we can beat Spurs. I think they're gonna be on one of their good days and I think we're um I think we'll get, you know, battered if I'm being honest. I don't think we'll be able to uh, be able to stop them. So I'm gonna go for a three nil Spurs win,
1: I'm afraid. Wow, I okay. can one. Well, I'm, I'm going to repeat your prediction against Brentford and, and go for a one or draw.
0: Excellent. <laughs> What's your thinking? It's there? not out of
1: the question. It's not out the question. Like, it they, they really could be any result. They've lost to some really shit teams this season. Maybe we could be one. For, <laughs> and, uh, well, I'm not losing, but yeah. Yeah. You can pick up a point.
0: Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Tim, by the way, is going for a two-one Spurs win. Mm, yeah. Sensible. Yes. Um, The Discord then, no nothing changed because everybody went for, actually one person went for a Saints win against Man United, but no points there, obviously, and, and everybody else went for a Man United win. So Discord stays exactly the same. So, yeah, as it was. um Super 6, there's been quite a lot of rounds since we last hoarded. So we've got Colin Carter, who won round 39 with 15 points. Uh, round 40, eight people won the round on 11 points. Uh, that was Jason Lewis, Stephen Allen, Andrew Knight, john terkeen terry lubbock tom hennigan stephen mccullough and me Uh, round 41 was won by yasmin wiseman terry lubbock and jason braganza with 11 and round 42 tom hennigan with 16 round 43 colin carter jason braganza uh, Stephen McCullough on 13. Uh, the overall lead is Jason Braganza with 381. Fantasy football, Kevin. Yeah, and it's a double game week. So
1: uh, in the midst of it, uh, 59 points so far.
0: It's not bad. That's okay. The average is 47. Mm. It is a double game week for, for certain people, isn't it? But I mean, I've got Onuatche on my bench. <laughs> um,
1: Yeah,
0: wow. I don't regret it. Um, yeah, 51
1: points. So it's not too much.
0: I think the only person that's getting a, a double game week in my team is, um, it's is, uh, it. Matoma. Yeah. Got Palace on, uh, on Wednesday night at home. So yeah, uh, not a very good week for me.
1: That looks Turkey Sanchez didn't
0: We didn't, didn't play that. No, that would take, that would come out and, uh, Jazzy Saar will come in, but yeah.
1: Yeah, shame I I left um Sauer on the bench the week before and he picked up 11 points.
0: Yeah, I did, but he got subbed in because I had Sanchez, didn't I? So yeah, he, uh, he, he I got those 11 points.
1: Oh, in the funds, the Eagles are still top. Um, big margin, and big league. Mm-hmm. The top three of Lucy Hine in third place. Uh, she's three points behind Jamie Thorpe in second, and Monday Allen Allen still top.
0: Mm. It's quite close though. It is still close. I think
1: James. Yeah, I mean, him. at this point in the game week, they all three of them got exactly the same 48 points. Mm, so. so
0: they did, yeah. And Paul Gilliam got 63, so he's he's breathing down their neck and forth So yeah, it's um, it's it's close at the top, isn't he's it? Like, You've slipped, Kev, haven't
1: you? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on. Where looks like.
0: right uh where am i clue number one for five points this stadium is located 63 miles from st mary's
1: um are you in Swindon?
0: no i'm not clue number two for four points 24 miles southeast
1: of oxford are you at the medaisky <laughs> no
0: i'm not uh clue number three for three points currently competing in league one uh, the stadium opened in 1990. Not a lot to go on there. No, I do, not Another guess, or do you want another clue?
1: Hey, give me another clue. Hey,
0: okay. uh, clue four for two points. A market town located in the county of Buckinghamshire. Um, I'm blaming this on the hangover.
1: Are you in Milton um, Keynes?
0: No, I'm not. Uh, clue number five for one point. This hasn't happened in a while. Located oh. in the town of High Wycombe. Nicknames the Chairboys.
1: Wickham Wanderers. I am
0: Wickham um, Wanderers, yeah. Uh, What's the name of the stadium, Kevin?
1: uh, Yeah, is it the Trojan Condom Stadium?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry. Yeah, it's Adams Park. Adams Park Wickham Wanderers. Yeah. Okay, Kev, that is it this week. I'm going to let you sleep off your hangover and perhaps get something to eat or do whatever it is that you need to do to get yourself back in the game.
1: Uh, Not (laughs) do.
0: Don't do it again. Yeah. No more drinking. That's it. That's it. You're getting too old for this
1: shit. Yeah. Really am. Yeah. Should know better. (laughs)
0: Uh, So, yeah, next week, two games to go through again. And those games are Brentford and Spurs. Uh, and until next time, up the saints.
1: Up the saints.
0: Up the saints. Up oh, my Southampton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.